0: John, that's an amazing instrument. <laughs> that's really cool. I like, you know, my ch- my children have one. So we play play with that periodically at the house. But that's really cool in, in accompaniment. That was really awesome. Thanks, you guys. So how many of you are getting in the wheelbarrow? <laughs> <laughs> Couple hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of an interesting thing, you know. There's several different kinds of faith. There's the public faith that says, oh, yeah, I believe we can do that, of course. I believe in God. I believe we can do that. I believe you can go across. I believe you can take somebody across there. Then there's the private kind of faith that says, not only no, but hell no, I'm not getting in the wheelbarrow. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no. I'm not getting in the wheelbarrow. I'll watch you. I trust you can take somebody else, but not enough to put myself in that wheelbarrow. not going to happen. And, and that faith says, yeah, there's a power and there's a presence. There's something, but I don't know what it is. I don't know about the whole God name. I don't know. I mean, everything inside of me says there's something, but what is it? I don't know what it is. There was a kindergarten class, and the teacher gave the class an assignment, and the assignment was, draw a picture of something that really matters, is really important to you. And so the kids got their crayons and their papers, and they began drawing, and the teacher noticed that some of them were really enthusiastic. Someone was drawing Legos, and someone was drawing a picture of their puppy, and on this side of the room, somebody was drawing a picture of their parents. And then back in the back, she noticed that Mary was over the top of her desk and drawing like crazy really energetically drawing and she walked all the way back telling everybody along the way what a nice job they were doing and she got back to mary and she said i can see that you really care about this mary what are you drawing and she said i'm drawing god and the teacher said well mary nobody knows what god looks like and mary said well they will in just a minute (laughs) Children have an amazing sense of faith, don't they? Faith is like that. It's actual faith is that thing we know. It's it's a it's not a, a doing, <laughs> it's a being. One of the things I really loved at the Power of Faith Intensive is that Noreen and Christina talked a lot about that. Really talked to us about the difference between doing something and having faith. Faith is a having. It's not a doing. You have it or you don't. I have faith that I can send my children to school and that they are on their divine path and all that happens for them will be in in their best interest whether I understand it or not. I have faith that my traveling will be safe. I don't know how to fly the plane. But I have faith. I feel like I'm being called where I'm going and all will be well. Faith is kind of like this pen. It's a tool. So this pen allows me to write. I know that I need it. When I need it, I don't have to know how it works. So faith is not about logic and reason. It's not something that you reason your way through. How am I going to use my faith? It's something that you call to yourself. I have this tool. When I need it, I will have it. I don't know what I'm going to need to write. Every Sunday, I put a pen on the podium. I don't know if I'm going to need to write or not. But if I'm going to need to write, the pen is there. And I know where it is, and I can use it. It's a very simple thing. I don't have to know how it works. I don't know how they get that blue ink in the little bitty cylinder in there. I have no idea how the spring works, but I know how to, how to operate the instrument. I know how to use it, and when I need it, it's accessible to me. So our work this month has been that. All month, we've talked about faith so that we know where it is, so that when we are called to use it, we're able to use it. We know it's located where? Center at the pineal gland. It's not the same as the third eye. We'll talk about the third eye when we get to imagination. We're talking about right in the center of your head where the pineal gland is, which is a primary piece of your endocrine system and extremely important. We know that that science has some speculation that perhaps it once actually was a physical eye in the form of our uh, evolution. It's changed. It still reacts to light, and it controls the melatonin in our bodies and allows us to sleep regularly. It's a very important piece, a little tiny piece about the size of your little bitty, the fingernail on your little bitty finger, right in the center of your brain. That's where Charles Fillmore placed faith. We know that the color is what? Blue, blue cobalt blue. So when you want faith, you know now where to look for it and what it looks like. So when you did your meditation and I had you go to the center of your mind, and follow that little pinpoint of blue. How many of you could see or sense or feel it? Okay. It's a practice. It's a practice. When you first got a, a pen in your hand coming from a pencil, it seemed really awkward. It took a while to learn to write with a pen. Your faith takes a while. It's a tool. It's not a uh, it's, it's not a knowing, it's a tool that you can access. And if you never practice it, you won't be able to find it when you need it. And some of you may feel like you have all the faith in the world, and some of you may feel like your faith is a little dusty and needs polishing off. It needs to be cleaned up and, and sparkled up a little bit so that you can get to it when you need it. So that's what this practice is about, because faith is the centerpiece. We, we made our little touchstone. I see several of you have them on. Faith is the centerpiece to all the rest of this. Everything else builds off faith. So how do you know when faith is the right? Like, I know when I need to use this, don't I? If I want to write something down, I need this. How do you know when faith is the right tool? Well, let me ask you this. What do you think is the opposite of faith? Doubt. How many of you believe doubt is the opposite of fear? I'm I'm sorry. Doubt is the opposite of faith. At least I didn't say the cowboys this week. (laughs) And how about those Broncos anyway? So while I have you on that, how many of you are coming to pray next week? Oh, come on. (laughs) Okay, good. You can come to the nine o'clock service, you know. It's actually kind of fun. So the opposite of doubt is not, the opposite of of faith is not doubt. There was a college class and the teacher said to the class, "Uh, can anyone tell me what the opposite of sadness is? And one of the students said, the opposite of sadness is joy. And she said, that's very good. Can anyone tell me what the opposite of depression is? And someone in the back of the room said, yes, the opposite of depression is elation. And she said, good answer. That's a very good answer. Can someone tell me what the opposite of woe is? And the Texan in the middle said, giddy up. (laughs) So the opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is certainty. Ooh, I love it when you all go, huh? (laughs) Think about it. When you're certain of something, you don't need faith. If I walk down the stairs on Sunday morning looking for my shoes and I see them at the bottom of the stairs, I am certain they're there. Do I need faith? No. No. I am certain that I can write with this pen. I don't need faith to write with it. Certainty does not call me to faith. It is not a tool I need. If I'm certain, I don't need faith at all. When I am uncertain, I need faith. When I have doubt, I need faith. So doubt is a twin of faith. Without doubt, we don't know when we need faith. Doubt tells us the appropriate tool is faith. I don't know if I can do this. Oh, where's that faith of mine? I'm not sure I have the skill or can raise myself to this level. Ah, wait. I am one with the power and presence of the universe. I have the ability to call all wisdom through me to do what is mine to do. This doubt has no power over me. Because I have doubt, I can identify, it's time for faith. Without doubt, I don't know what the tool is for. If I have no need to write, this means nothing. It does me no good. It's just, an, just a tool. It has no application. Faith is the answer to doubt, and doubt tells us it is the invitation to go into the toolbox and take out faith. It's a partner. They're hand in hand. Very important distinction, isn't it? Very, very important to understand that these two things work together because we have a tendency to be very judgmental with ourselves when we're in doubt. If I was doing everything right, I would have faith in God. And if I had faith in God, I wouldn't have any doubt. So if I'm having doubt, I'm not being good at being spiritual, In reality, doubt is the invitation. Doubt is a gift that tells us when we're having a hard time that lets us know what tool we use to accomplish whatever we need to accomplish. So when someone we love is sick and we don't know if they're going to get better, doubt tells us to go to faith. When something breaks down and we don't know how to fix it or, more importantly, where the money is coming from, to be able to fix it. Our doubt. Tells us to step into faith. When we're arguing with someone. We really love. And we can't see. How we're going to get back to. The place we began. Back to the place of deep connectedness. That doubt. Tells us to step back into faith. And so we step back in faith. And we disempower our doubt. This Doubt has no power over me. I stand in my full and complete connection, expressing the divine and moving forward as my guidance takes me to what is best for this situation. Very simple, but very powerful, powerful thing to understand when to use faith. Very important. So there's that God outside and that God inside. And we've talked about both of those quite a bit. It's much easier to have faith in the God outside, isn't it? Much easier to go outside and say, God, I have faith you're taking care of me. Much easier than going inside and saying, I have faith that I am divinely connected, that all holiness resides within me, and I am inherently good. And as such, I can bring forth the power of what is good and holy into this circumstance. When we go to faith, we go inside, not outside. And that makes it difficult sometimes to really access faith because it's like reaching for the pen over here. It's not, some of you rem- will remember last year I had a cataract problem. And um, at one point I could not see from my left eye at all before I had surgery. And I would reach for something and it was not in my grasp. I couldn't get to it, I was just off a little bit. That's what it's like when we're looking for the God outside to give us faith. It is through the deep connection that we have, through our interconnectedness and our lack of separation. It's through oneness that we really embody faith, that we really feel it in our body and it comes to comfort us. So, when we talk about faith being here, being a focal point here, it's important. It's not just because Fillmore drew it there and he designed it there because that's where he found it, but it's because you have to be able to get into your inner toolbox. So, when you are feeling doubt, the journey goes inward. When you are feeling doubt, you you disclaim that. This doubt has no power over me. Close your eyes and take yourself to the center of your mind. Follow that blue light, whether you see it or sense it or feel it or just know it's there. Go to the center of your mind and connect yourself. Recognize I am one with all that is holy. Holy. And my faith will take me through whatever obstacle is ahead of me. I have faith that I am one with all that is holy. And this faith will allow me to move forward. This faith gives me the strength to move forward. Next month, we'll talk about strength. This strength gives me access to divine love, and I can move forward. This strength allows me to call forward my imagination and create the proper solution. These are all things we're going to talk about. They all begin at faith. From faith, we can use all of the other powers that we'll study this year. Imagination, will, passion, energy, strength, all of those. We go first to faith and then use the attachment. Got it? So this month we learned about faith as the center point of all of the the work that we will power up into in 2014. We learned where it is, what color it is, how to use it, and how to know when it's needed. And your homework is to take a look at your faith and see if it needs polishing. What kind of faith do you have? Is your faith strong or do you not practice it very often? You can practice it with very simple things. I have faith. I'll wake up in the morning. Chances are really good that you will. I have faith that that mountain will continue to sit out there and inspire me. I have faith that when I come into this building, I'll be greeted with love. Keep going to it. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah, I see it again. And notice when your doubt comes in. When your doubt comes, practice. I have a few quotes for you. About doubt and faith. Voltaire said doubt is uncomfortable. Certainty? Ridiculous. <laughs> Jan Martel from Life of Pi said, If Christ spent an anguished night in prayer, if he burst out from the cross, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Then surely we are also permitted Doubt. But we must move on. To choose doubt as a philosophy of life is akin to choosing immobility as a means of transportation. (laughs) Martin Luther King Jr. said, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. And Dale Carnegie said, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, Do not sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy.